There was a knock at the door. The staff woman entered. The pastor looked up and she said, Pastor, the morning that we have been dreading has finally arrived. The children are gathered for their breakfast and there is no food. Now this was a big problem because the children that she was talking about were the orphans in the next building. There were 300 of them all waiting for breakfast. How could God possibly provide for the needs of 300 children? To find out, stay tuned for this episode of Better Life Today. This podcast is brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Since 1990, Better Life has been providing Bible-based religious programming to the public. For more information, including how you can view Better Life's channels on your TV or digital device, how you can contact us, or even how to make a donation, please visit blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Better Life Today. Today our topic is going to be stories of faith. And with me is Sayudi Rodriguez. Sayudi, welcome. Thank you. Sayudi, you and your husband are uh, work at Better Life as well. Tell us a little bit about that. My husband and I are helping with the Spanish station, which is uh, Vida Mejor. And we help uh, with the Spanish callers and just bringing out new programs. How, and then Spanish channel is relatively new. How has been the, the response from the public? It's incredible. Uh, it's almost a year that we've been on the air. And the calls are every single week. We get new calls from people who are watching and just having the blessings that God is pouring out for everybody. It was such a blessing to be able to bring the, the uh, Spanish channel online. Yes. And God yes. is using it. it is. Well, let's get back to our story that I started with at the tease. The, um, the story I was referring to happened to George Mueller. Mm -hmm. Now, I've talked about George Mueller before. He lived in the 1800s, mm -hmm. and I consider him a real man of God, a real man of faith. He uh, started out as a rascal, though. Mm -hmm. He got in trouble with the law and everything. But early on in his experience, when he was in school, the Lord taught him that he did answer prayers, that the Lord answered prayers. Mm -hmm. And George Mueller just couldn't get over it. And so he began his lifelong journey of trusting God. And uh, the stories that happened in his life were just miraculous. And George liked that because, Pastor Mueller, because he wanted people to know that God did hear and answer prayer. Mm -hmm. So let me share the rest of that story with you. Okay. Uh, we were, we were uh, at the orphanage. Yes. The morning came upon us. 300 kids were gathered in the dining room. And the uh, staff member comes into Pastor Mueller and says, Pastor Mueller, there is no food for these children. They're all sitting next door. And do you know what Pastor Mueller did? What did he he said, he said, I'll be right with you. Go ahead and go on. He wanted a moment because just before the staff member had arrived, he had been looking out his study window at one of the staff uh, children okay. playing in the garden. Mm -hmm. She was little, maybe, I don't know, 10 years old or so, just a young girl. And so as he got up from his desk to take care of this problem, he swung through the garden and the little girl's name was Abigail. Mm -hmm. He said, Abigail, and she came up, yes, Pastor Mueller. He said, come with me. She says, what are we going to do? And he said to her, now listen to this. He said to her, I want you to see what God is going to do. Wow. Well, Abigail didn't know what this was all about, but she followed Pastor Mueller into the dining hall. And as she walked in, she saw there were the 300 orphans mm. sitting in front of their plates. And there was a little uh, cup and the silverware was there. And she looked up at him and she said, where's the food? Oh, and he just motioned for her to wait. 
And Pastor Mueller then addressed the, the, the children. And he said, children, I don't want you to be late for school. Mm. So let's have our prayer. So all the children stood. And all in front of them, Pastor Mueller bowed his head. And he said a simple prayer that went something like this. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the food that you will provide. Wow. Amen. Now, at this point, Pastor Mueller had no idea where the food was going to come from. Mm-hmm. But you see what he did in that, faith, in that act of faith? Yes. By this point in his life, he had seen God answer so many of his prayers that he had utter confidence that the Lord would not let these children down. Mm-hmm. And it was this confidence based on his experiences through his life that led him to say that. Amen. So here was this little girl. She's watching, right? Uh-huh. And Pastor Mueller did this. So the children are now done with their prayer. And they go to sit down. So imagine all the noise of all the children <laughs> sitting down. 300 children. Yes. They finally got settled down. And the room was quiet just for an instant mm-hmm. when all of a sudden there was a knock at the door. Mm. Pastor Mueller walked over to the door, opened it up. And do you know who stood in front of him? Oh. It was the baker. Mm. And the baker looked at him and said, Pastor Mueller, please excuse me, but last night I couldn't sleep. At 2 a.m. in the morning... I woke up and I had the strongest impression that the children needed bread. Wow. He said, so I got up and I started baking. (laughs) He said, and I've got three trays of bread for the children. Wow. Can they use them? Pastor Mueller said, come on in. Wow. And the kids and everyone helped bring that, those trays of bread in and they were being distributed to all the 300 children. And they had just gotten going here, and Pastor Mueller was seeing it, what God had done, when there was another knock at the door. Mm. And guess who was it this time? Who was it? It was the dairyman. Oh. He said, Pastor Mueller, please excuse me, he says, but I was driving right past the orphanage, and my cart broke. He said, now I've got to fix the cart, but it's full of milk, and I can't fix it with the milk on it. Would you mind taking this milk off my hands? so that I can fix my cart. Wow. And he said, free, of course. (laughs) And Pastor Mueller, you know, I think we can do that. (laughs) They sent out some of the boys, and they carried these big containers of milk into the orphanage. They filled up the kids' cups. Mm -hmm. They had so much milk that they had extra left over for their uh, tea at lunch. Oh, my. (laughs) So about 30 minutes had passed. And in the span of 30 minutes, Pastor Mueller and the children went from having no food mm-hmm. and no idea where the food was going to come from to the children leaving the room with full stomachs. Amen. In just a span of about 30 minutes. Wow. Little Abigail was watching all of this mm-hmm. and she was just silent. And afterwards, he brought her back to the garden and she went out to play and he was in his study watching her. And he said she sat there quietly for the longest time. He knew that she was thinking. Thinking. Yes. Later on, Abigail's mom talked to Pastor Mueller and said, you know, Pastor Mueller, it made an impression on her what happened the other day. Mm-hmm. In fact, when Abigail says her nightly prayers now, she ends it with an answer, just like you do for George Mueller. Oh, wow. And, and Pastor Mueller was so happy because for him, it was so important that people understand that God hears prayers and he answers them. Yes. I wanted to share this particular story this morning because... Uh, the topic that we're going to take on is one that's a little difficult for some people. Mm-hmm. And so I started with a real strong story. Yes. The topic we're going to talk about this morning is what happens when God says no? Mm-hmm. What happens when God says no? Because not all our prayers are answered in a yes. Sometimes it's no. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Saidi, you, you've told the story before of one time when God said no. Yes. And I want you to tell that for a second, but we have a Bible verse to share, yes. don't we? Why don't you read that for us? Let me share that with you. It says, therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until he receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. The big emphasis of that verse is patience. Yes. You know, it was pointing out the farmer's patient. It plants, he plants the grain and waits for it and it finally comes. Mm Mm-hmm. And as we near the time of the coming of the Lord, patience is going to be important. Yes. And especially when it comes to answered prayers. Mm-hmm. You know, times are going to happen when you see your prayers answered, answered immediately. Right. But there are some that aren't. No. Why don't you share? Some your... of them take longer. Yes. Why don't you yes. share this story that you wanted to share with us? You know, um, as all young girls, I remember praying to God, Lord, send me a good man and dreaming of your wedding and how your family was going to be like. And, um, but I always prayed, God, I want a good man, a man that loves you. And um, I would see my friends having boyfriends. And they all started getting boyfriends very early. And I remember thinking, what about me, Lord? What about me? And I would pray and pray. And in my prayers, of course, I was asking, Lord, send me the good men, send me the good men. And it just got to the point that it just seemed like he was not answering when I wanted him to answer me, that it was just, I want a boyfriend. No more the kind of boyfriend that I was asking. And I remember... um, a young man came close, and as he came close and uh, started asking me if I wanted to go out here and there and dating, um, we started dating, and things just started moving very fast. Now, although he was a good Christian man, well, I shall say a Christian man, he was not that good, and he had some things that were not very um, healthy, and I remember my parents were very concerned. My friends were very concerned, and they were praying for me. I was praying too. Yay, we're going to get married. How exciting it's going to be. We had plans to get married. And the red flags were there, but I was so blinded by my own, I want this. And um, I remember as days were getting closer for us to get married, my mom came to me and she said, Sayuri, I want to talk to you. I'm really concerned. And she said, what if this is not the man that God has for you? Mm. And I remember being so upset at mom and thinking, no, he is the one. I went to my room and I, I closed the door and I remember saying to God, God, I want to marry this man. But my mom is saying this. And so I have to say the following. If this is not the man you want for me, then you take him away from me. But I want him. You need to know, I want to be married to this man. I want the life with this guy. And um, how, how easy was it for you to say that? It was not easy. I was not, it was not easy because in my mind I thought, this is a dangerous prayer. Mm. When you pray for God's will to be done. For, okay, you decide. It's not my, not my decision, it's your decision. So it was not very easy. Well, most people wouldn't pray that. What, what made no. you be able to pray that? Was it your upbringing? Was it your yes. mom? I had, I had seen God answering prayers, and I knew that his will and what he wanted for me was the best. 
And so it was safe for me to say, you know, I really want this, but if you have a better plan, okay, your will be done. It was not easy. And I remember praying that and even telling God, but if you say no and you take them away from me, I'm going to be very upset at you. <laughs> and I'm going to be very sad. Do you want me to be sad? So you're bargaining with God. Kind of, right? And, and again saying, but your will be done. Uh-huh. Well, it was not even a week after that prayer when the young man came and told me. He said, we cannot get married. Um, I don't love you the way that you love me. And I was devastated. And mm. it was an answer, no, from God. Mm -hmm. But it was an answer that I had allowed him to do. And so, yes, I was sad and I was mad, but, um, but I knew that it was coming from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I had to accept that answer. Mm. Well, what, what happened? I mean, surely the Lord just didn't leave you with the no. There was more to it, right? See, because sometimes God says no and period, but sometimes he says not, no, wait. And in my case, it was no wait because I have something, someone better, you know, and God brought my husband and it's now that I look back at it, I think, praise the Lord for the no of this answer. Back then, of course, you start thinking, really, did you say no? Maybe you said not for a little bit and it's the same person, but no, God had said, no, it's not this young man. I have someone better. But if I had not allowed him to do his will and just push for my own thing, I would be in trouble. Hmm. And so it was, I'm blessed with an answer no in that case, because I have this wonderful husband now that I know came from the Lord. So the Lord, so it goes back to our Bible text, patience, 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 patience. don't push for your own will, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. follow the Lord step by step yes. and he will lead you eventually to the place you really want to be. Yes. Well, you know, way. sometimes they, we think he's punishing me. He's saying no because of this, mm -hmm. but really it was not a punishment. It was a preparation for someone different that he had in mind. So sometimes it's not punishment. Actually, it's never punishment. <laughs> it's just God is preparing us for something different. Wow. That's amazing. Well, let's talk a little bit about the reasons that God would say no, mm -hmm. because, you know, it's a little hard. We're sitting here um, on earth. We don't see behind the scenes. We don't know what our angels are up to all the time. We mm -hmm. don't know the plans God has for our future. Right. And so with that in mind, what are some of the reasons God would say no? Mm -hmm. Do you suppose? I looked, I was researching this a little bit and I found some that I agree with. Okay. Let me just go over some of them. You can add as you want. One of the reasons God may say no is that our communication with him is distorted by sin. There's sin in our lives. The Bible says that sin separates us from God. Right. So is there a barrier between us mm -hmm. where our communication is not right? Mm -hmm. That may interfere with our prayers. Another thing is that sometimes if God said yes, it wouldn't be good for us. Now, in your case, you just said that if God had said yes, it wouldn't have been good it would for you. Not have been but you good. know, there's other times, aren't there? Mm -hmm. When you later saw that if God had said yes, it would not have been right. good. There was either something was better or that thing would have hurt you mm -hmm. somehow. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people though, who especially who are young in the Christian faith or who have very little knowledge of the Bible, they pray for those things that God knows would hurt them. 
you know, we all, uh, you hear people saying they want to pray for, to win the lottery. <laughs> but God knows what would happen if you right. won the lottery. That's right. And for many people, it would mean probably your salvation because That's it would right. take you away from God. Mm -hmm. That's so, correct. What about, here's another reason God might say no. Well, we've already mentioned it. God has something better. Mm -hmm. Patience. Mm -hmm. Once again, patience is good. What about if God said no because answering yes might harm somebody else? Mm. You know, That's maybe right. you're praying for rain. Mm -hmm. but somebody else needs it not to rain because they have to harvest their crops. That's right. You know, that's just enough. You know, and now that you mentioned that, it reminds me, um, as a little girl, I wanted to be a missionary. That was my heart's desire. And I remember getting to the point that they announced, is there anybody who wants to go as a missionary? Me, of course, this was in college. And God started opening the doors, allowing me to see that he did want me to go as a missionary. And I remember me praying, Lord, I was just kidding. Maybe it's not a good time to go out right now. Please don't send me out. I'm studying and just getting so nervous about going out as a missionary that I was asking, please say no, <laughs> you know, and God actually sent me out as a missionary. And I was saying, please answer it like this. And he said, no, I need you there. And I went to be a missionary. Once I was there, there were people that I met that if I had not been there, um, they wouldn't have helped me and I wouldn't have been able to help them. And so see how sometimes in answer, no, it's because he's not wanting harm to happen to those around us. In this case, he answered, no, you cannot stay here. You need to go over there because there's people that are needing you there. If God had not, so. yeah, if God had answered your prayer, okay, Sayuri, just stay at home, stay. be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Those those people that you met, and you told the stories yes. about that little girl you met and the yes. different people you had an opportunity mm -hmm. to impact their lives, that never would have happened. Yes, and you were talking about an orphanage, and I remember one little girl that I met that she became my friend, and it was wonderful. You know, we used to hang out together and do different things. And towards the end of my year as a missionary, I was looking for this little girl to give her a gift and I couldn't find her. And I had to go to the orphanage, hundreds of kids looking for a little girl. All I had was a picture. Have you seen this? Have you seen this little girl? No, 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 no. And I was praying, Lord, I want to see this little girl before I go. And you know God's answer? Hmm. No, hmm. no, not right now. It was a year after when I went back as a missionary again that I was able to see this little girl. But at the moment, God knows why. He said, no, not right now. You know, sometimes God answers. I, I have this personal belief mm -hmm. that God says yes to many small prayers because I've had answers to many small mm -hmm. prayers so that it will build confidence in right. us so that when he has to say no to the big prayers, mm -hmm. we'll say, okay, God has, God has granted me so much yes. in the past, I can trust him that he says no for a reason. Yes. Can I share a little story that yes. happened? If anyone likes cats, <laughs> this is kind of funny. But when I used to go ride my bike around uh, one of the universities, there was a little student farm. Mm -hmm. And at the student farm, they had this little black cat. And I became friends with it. Whenever I'd pass through, it was a friendly thing. Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes they aren't friendly. This one was friendly. <laughs> and I'd pass through, and I'd find the cat, and he'd come over and let me pet him. We'd play, and I'd get a little piece of grass and play with it for a while. And so it became a regular thing. Well, I since moved long, long a ways away from that. But every now and then, I travel through that city, mm -hmm. and I stop and ride my bike. Mm -hmm. 
And I think uh, one day I was riding my bike and I said, Lord, I would really like to see my, my cat friend again. <laughs> this is a little prayer, yes. but it's, you know, it's something. And so I'm praying, Lord, please. And I go to the little student farm and I look around and he's nowhere to be found. Mm. And I said, Lord, I looked everywhere. I said, I don't know where my cat friend is. I said, Lord, you know, I've got to go because I just can't sit here all day. I said, I'm going to go now. Uh, but if you can, if you can just let me see my cat friend one last time, mm -hmm. but I got to go. You know, I was kind of saying, I know I yeah. got to go. And I, and, I, um, and I looked down and there he was hmm. right at my feet. Hmm. I don't know where he came from because I saw everything around me. But at that moment, and, uh, and so part of me wants to believe that an angel came and dropped him off. So just so I could see him before I left. But that was a little prayer. Yes. But there he was sitting there just out of the blue. Yes. And so I've had a lot of these little experiences where God says yes right away to some little thing mm -hmm. I've asked for. But uh, sometimes the big prayers come along and God says no. God says no. But the more that you pray and the more that you witness what God does, the more that your faith comes to the point that you say, even if you say no, I know you're going to do it because you love me. George Mueller, you know, that's how he became so confident mm -hmm. through his life is because he had seen God help him over and mm -hmm. over and over again. So I just want to throw out to the audience, if you want to see God work in your life, start practicing yes. faith. You only get better by practicing. Mm -hmm. Take those little things to God. See what he does. Mm -hmm. Get your faith strengthened. Take more things to him. And then bigger things and bigger things. Yes. And keep that walk like George Mueller started. Mm -hmm. You know, there was nothing special about George Mueller. There's nothing special about the people in the Bible that amazing things happened to, except that they listened to God and wanted to do his will. Right. And they put their trust in him. So that, that's for everybody. Yes. And I think that faith... It's a relationship that you have with someone that you trust with all your heart. And you realize, you know, when I pray or when I walk thinking, I want to do your goodwill, I want what you want for me, what comes my way may not look like the best decision or the best way, but you know best, so I will walk because I trust you. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And so in those plans, there may be many answers that are going to come that are no. Yeah. There is a great example in the Bible of mm -hmm. this, and everyone knows it. Paul mm -hmm. had a thorn in the flesh. It, that's how he described it. We think it was some kind of medical problem. And he asked the Lord to take that away from him. Paul, you know, you'd expect... You expect him to get yeses to his uh, request, right? And God said, no. Mm -hmm. Why do you think? Yes, he wanted him. He had something to learn, didn't to he? To learn from yeah. this. Yeah, yes. and so there are times when you have to trust the Lord. And Paul trusted the Lord. He said, okay. God said, my, uh, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm -hmm. I will get you through your problem. I will be with you, even though you have this thorn in the flesh, whatever yes. it is. And so sometimes, Saidi, we pray for people who are very seriously ill mm -hmm. and they don't get better. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts about that? You know, I've had so many calls that people call and say, please pray. We want them to heal. We want them to heal. And then something happens and it doesn't. And um, I always refer them to this quote of a man who wrote this after his wife died. And after the pain and everything, he finally said, you know, when before the throne we stand in him complete, that's in the Lord, when Jesus comes and we stand there, 
everything's gonna come to place. We're gonna be able to see the whole picture. And he says, and no longer are we going to cry, my God, why, why? Instead, it's gonna become Alleluia. I now understand. And then it says something so beautiful. It says, all of our question marks mm -hmm. are going to become exclamation points. We're gonna say, oh, this is why. He sees the whole picture, you know? We don't know why sometimes things happen, but we do know that if God is allowing this, it's because he knows best. Mm -hmm. You know, my father, several years ago, he uh, got liver cancer. Mm -hmm. And he lived a year and a half, and then he passed away. And of course, we were praying for him during this whole thing. But my father, from his earlier years as a, as a youth, uh, had left the Lord and lived his life the way he wanted to live his life. Mm -hmm. And so as I was praying for my dad, I realized, I thought to myself, the Lord probably would not answer this prayer. And the reason I thought that is, I said, if the Lord's ever going to break through to his heart, it's going to have to be something like this. Mm. Because if the Lord had healed him, I just feel that he would have gone back to his life. Mm. But because God put him on his back, right. made him face the fact that he was going to die someday, mm -hmm. I think that was the only thing. And so I trust that he made everything right with the Lord before he was gone. Mm -hmm. But I knew that if he was going to be in heaven, it probably would take something this dramatic to do it. Yes. So I won't be surprised when we get to heaven if to find out that that's exactly what the reason was. Once again, you trust the Lord yes. to take care of these things. Because more important than him being healed on earth was him being in heaven forever. Yes. That's the most important the eternal thing. healing. Yeah. So we have to put our, our lives in God's hands and say, Lord, you need, to, you need to help me because there's a good chance that I'll mess everything up, mm -hmm. that I won't accept your gift of salvation. So you need to help me. And sometimes that means God sends us to school. He gives us difficult experiences to yes. go through so that we are ready for the best thing he has for us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know that Jesus prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me three yeah. times. In other words, if you are willing to, if it is your will, I don't want to go to the cross. Yeah. Three times. But that part of if it is your will. Could you imagine if God had said, okay, my son, come. You and I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But because of his loving will, he allowed his son to go through this. And through I, love, I love that Bible story about Jesus because it shows that God, that he was us. He mm -hmm. was made like a human. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to go through these things like we don't. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, oh, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. But in the end, he showed what we have to do. He submitted and said, I don't want to do it, but I will because I'm submitting to your will, which is best. Right. Mm -hmm. It's best. Mm -hmm. And so we have a short life to live here. So it's going to be over real quick. I mean, in, in contrast to, to uh, eternity, the few moments we're here is like a little wisp of smoke. That's mm -hmm. it. So to put up with trials here, you know, in light of eternity and to be with forever with God in a beautiful place with beautiful people and doing wonderful things, it's a small thing. Mm -hmm. So let's just say, Lord, we're going to go with you. Amen. We're going to do it. I liked, I liked the fact that as I was reading about George Mueller, who we started the program with, we read, uh, I read that he had journaled over 50,000 specific prayers that God had answered for him. Wow. And so I'm thinking, Lord, I want to be like George Mueller. I want to, mm -hmm. just like that little girl said, yeah. answer my prayers like you do for George Mueller. Yeah. And we can. There's no reason we can't see these things in our lives as well. So friends, 
as we bring this program to a close, I want to encourage you, trust in the Lord. Amen. Give him your full confidence. This podcast was brought to you by Better Life Broadcasting Network. Visit our webpage at blbn.org. That's blbn.org for Better Life Broadcasting Network. There you'll find more information about the ministry and other programs we think you'll enjoy. You can also send us a note via our webpage, and we'd love to hear from you. Better Life also has a YouTube channel that you can access by going to youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. That's youtube.com slash betterlifenetwork. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to search for all the Better Life TV podcasts. Until next time, God bless.